Hey, this is Mike Brake, and I'm the pastor at Freedom Church in Los Alamos. I want to say thank you for stopping by our podcast today. We really do believe that you're only one step away from the relationship with God that you've been wanting. So I hope the message today gives you encouragement, gives you some vision so that you can take that next step towards freedom. Enjoy the message. Anybody still doing some last minute Christmas shopping? You got any procrastinators in the room? Okay, all right, it's all right. You know, it's, it's a stressful time. We got busy things going on where we're buying presents, cleaning houses, baking cookies, and, and all this sort of stuff. But I'm glad that, that um, you know, that we could just take some time to just slow down. And um, even with a funny little kid story, just trying to reflect on what is this? What are we doing all this stuff for? And that's kind of the question that I want to pose today. Um, I remember when I was about 10 years old and... I love to get presents. We all like to get presents. And I knew that I had about four or five locations in the house where I knew mom and dad might keep the presents. Now, kids, I do not do this. Um, and if you do this, don't blame me. You are going to be the ones that get in trouble for this, okay? So at 10 years old, I had an idea of where the presents might be kept, and I waited for, it was about two or three weeks away from Christmas, and mom and dad were out of the house. My sister was gone, so I was home alone, and so I went to go and look. And so I went to the first place where I thought it was, mom and dad's closet, and I went there, and sure enough, I found uh, the box. And I, I, I opened up and there was some like some football cards and some baseball cards. I was like, yes, I kind of felt guilty, but not too much because I was like, yes, I get. Then there under appeal underneath there, there was some clothes and it was like, who wants clothes? But all right, whatever. And then I peeled up the clothes and I saw the thing that I wanted. Now, 1990, 1991, um, Home Alone was the movie, right? It was it was out. Well, I didn't want just the movie. I wanted the Home Alone uh, Nintendo video game. And I saw it. It was underneath there. I could barely contain myself. I was so excited because mom and dad had got me what I had, had wanted. Now, I just had to like, ease my, con- my excitement for a few weeks, dream about it, but I knew it was coming. Well, Christmas Day rolls around. And you know how it goes. You can kind of size up presents and you know what's what and this different things. Well, I opened up the presents and I kind of going with with the Home Alone thing. I was like, well, I don't see anything that kind of looks like this. So we'll just maybe it's in a bigger box. So I kind of saved the bigger boxes towards the end. I get to the last present. I still haven't received it. Still haven't opened it, but I have the big presents that's left. I'm like, it's probably in there. We're good to go. I open up the big present and it is not in there. And so some panic and some anxiety sets in. I'm kind of like, I don't think I told them that I got it. I think that I've been good. I'm like trying to make sense of all this, like what's going on? I, I didn't get my Home Alone gift. What, what happened? You might be wondering, like, Mike, what in the world does this have to do with the Christmas story um, and, and the baby Jesus and the manger and all this sort of stuff? Um, each of us, each of us, Try to make sense of things in our lives. We have events that can come our way that that may be planned or maybe are unplanned or unexpected. And what is it in us that longs for reason, that longs for things to to make a sense when when things don't quite line up? And I just want to ask the question, what is that in us? Because that's not just a Christian thing. That's a human nature thing. There's something in every single one of us that wants things to line up correctly 
in our lives. We want the dots to connect. And when we don't see them, we're wondering and we're searching. We even have phrases that we'll use, not just Christian phrases, any of us. We'll use these. We'll say things like, um, well, maybe it was just a coincidence, like, or I, I believe in, in, in coincidences. And you're like, well, well what's that? Um, well, you know, maybe there's like some cosmic force out there, some kind of being that kind of maybe our karma or something that kind of puts things together. Um, so what's that with the coincidence? Or maybe you've, you've said this, you just haven't met the right person yet. Well, what does that mean? You just haven't met the right person yet. That, that means that there's somebody for you. That someday, somewhere, there's someone based on what? I, I, don't, I don't know. Don't ask me hard questions. Like, don't try to poke holes into my, my theology here. Or maybe you've heard, I guess it just wasn't meant to be. When, when things don't go right and it just wasn't meant to be, well, what does that mean? Well, I, I, I don't know. Maybe somewhere out there, there's some meant to be or that kind of puts things that are meant to be together. Like, what, what is that in us? It's in every single one of us. What is that in us? Like, cats and dogs, they don't worry about this stuff. Like, well, I don't, we don't know what cats think about. Um, I, well, cat, well, we, do, we know one thing. If a cat was bigger than you, it would try to eat you, okay? That, uh, but other than that, we don't know what they think. Dog, they're not worrying about this, but us as humans, Every single one of us have these things where we're trying to figure things out. And Christians, Christians have a solution to this. We say that thing, that thing for, that's longing for reason, that's longing for purpose is the fingerprint of God on your life. We, that humans are created in the image of God and that there is this, not just this big grand being that, that has created the universe or tomorrow when we go celebrate Christmas Eve at Ashley Pond and we're looking at the stars and we're looking out at everything that's created. We see that there's a God that, that created all this great stuff, but yet somehow, some way is so personal and knows you so well that has a plan and a purpose for each and every one of us. And today, today, all I want to pose to you right now is that thing that longs for reason, that thing that longs for purpose, that thing that longs and desires to connect the dots in our lives should not be ignored. So with that, we're going to continue to sing. I'm going to invite you to stand. We'll continue that thought here in a little bit. And I know some of you are wondering, did he get the present? I'm not going to tell you yet. I'll tell you in a little bit, but let's stand, let's continue to worship, and let's sing together. Scripture says in Luke chapter 2, verse 10, and the shepherds, as they were uh, watching over their flocks, the angels came to them and said, I bring to you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David... A Savior has been born to you, and He is the Messiah, the Lord. Uh, certainly the shepherds were not expecting that to happen uh, to them that night. There were so many things in the Christmas story that can kind of seem uh, random, unplanned, things that we weren't expecting. And 
There's things in our lives that we have that are, that are planned. Some of them are planned. Some of them, um, maybe it was um, some things where we got a job or we graduated or we got the promotion and, and some things that we have planned in our lives. Maybe it was um, something like this where we, we met. You know, we met, we got engaged or we got married. Some things that we had planned in our lives, maybe along with that, it was in the plans of, hey, we had, had kids. We had kids and that was kind of part of the plan. Maybe we didn't know exactly when or, or where or how or all that sort of stuff, but we had that and then that, those, those kids, um, or a house. Like there's a variety of things in our lives that we're like, hey, I want this, I want this, I want this. And we have those things that are planned, but we also have things in our lives that don't go as planned. And maybe there's some things that are in our lives right now that are kind of more like a bag of rocks. Things in our lives that we did not expect. Things that we didn't ask for or want. We were just going along and then boom, a financial crisis just came our way and just knocked us off our feet. Or maybe there was an unplanned illness that came our way and we didn't see it coming. Maybe it was a loss in a relationship that we're now grieving during this time. Or maybe there was a divorce that came. We did not see these things coming. They were unplanned and unexpected. And seemingly, we look at all these things, things planned and unplanned, and for a lot of us, it can leave us wondering, is all this just random? Is there any purpose behind these things? There, if, God, if, if you're there, like, really, like, why are all of these things going on and taking place that can really just knock us off our feet. And remember, as I talked about us wanting to connect dots, we want to make sense of this, even when it doesn't make sense, when, it, when it's chaotic. Where's the hope in that? The Christmas story, the Christmas story is where all of these things collide like we, we, we saw the kids talking in the video and it's funny and a lot of times we can read it and we can just kind of gloss over the seemingly random, senseless things that are happening in this place. For time's sake, I'm just going to talk about it. But Mary, just take her. She's a teenager. And in, and in that culture, they are, they're, they're, the way they would, the meet is not like, oh, ChristianMingle.com or anything like that. It was like arranged marriages. But they're, they're engaged, and then all of a sudden, it's like, hey, you're going to birth the Messiah, the Savior. Her, her life, her plans, her, her whatever she had dreamed just got wrecked. And then you can imagine for Joseph, he, we're engaged, and the woman he's engaged to be married is claiming she's pregnant, but by God? Like, I, I have some skepticism in myself. I'd be like, hey, let's get Maury Povich here. All right, and let's, uh, let's see, get the DNA test and like, all right, we have the results and Joseph, you are not the father, you know, and everybody erupts. You know, I would want some proof. And some, it seems what's going on here. And then at some, like the worst timing possible, Caesar says, hey, you're gonna, we're going to take a census. And, and it's for tax purposes. You're going to mess with my finances. And now we got to... Um, we got, Mary, we got to go and we got to travel. And I know you're pregnant and we're going to be on this, that donkey and we gotta, we're going to go. And then they get there and what? There's no room in the inn. 
God. Okay, you said this was your son, right? Like you said his kingdom, like when you made the announcement to Mary, his, his kingdom was going to never end. It was going to reign forever. Like certainly you could arrange like an Airbnb or something for us. Like he's going to be born. Like, are you not watching? Like, it seems like you don't care. Where are you? And then it gets worse. Because we know the king of that time, King Herod, he was a Roman ruler, heard there was a new king in town. And as he got older, as, as Herod got older, he got more uh, paranoid. And so he would have people wiped out. And if there was one thing that Rome was good at, it was killing people. So he says, wipe them out. Any, any male, two years and younger, and I'm sure they probably got some girls in there too because they wanted to make sure they got a good report back to Herod saying, we got rid of them. And they had to evacuate. Now God's son is homeless, a refugee. Where are you, God? And think about that. Having to know, like, that seems so... We can't even begin to fathom slaughtering two-year-old kids and younger that took place? Where are you, God? And this would be a theme that continues throughout their life. Mary, she has to witness her own son, her firstborn, get beaten within an inch of his life. She has to witness the gore. She has to smell the gore. Watch her own son get hung up on a cross. She doesn't know the end of the story. She's watching all this in real time, like you and I are, wondering, where are you, God? Random, senseless acts of violence, which would leave most of us thinking that there is no God, there is no meaning, there is no purpose. If God was here, why would he allow all of this? And now we got to ask a question. Why did the writers of the Gospels write about each one of these events? They're not writing their stories, oh, once upon a time in a town called Bethlehem or in a galaxy far, far away. No, read the first few sentences of the Gospel of Luke. He says, I'm writing this because these are eyewitnesses accounts of these events. I'm not making this stuff up. This happened in our midst. But still, why are they recording this stuff? Because as, Chris, as you read the end of the story, as you read through, each one of these events that seems so random, that seems so senseless, actually was the center focal point of God's activity here on earth. The one thing that we're wondering, what's going on? I don't understand, is the, the, the point where God was at his activity the most. And these guys are writing about the events because Jesus was the Savior of the world. Listen, as Christians, we don't celebrate Jesus. We don't celebrate a Savior because he was born. Each of us were born. We celebrate that on our birthday. But we don't celebrate your birthday, birthday like we do Jesus's. I don't worship Jesus because he was born. I don't worship Jesus because of the things that he said. He said a lot of great things, but so did a lot of people throughout history, and I don't follow them. 
We don't worship Jesus because of what he did, although he did a lot of great things. But guess what? There's a lot of people throughout history that have done a lot of great things. I don't follow them. I don't follow Jesus because he died on a cross. A lot of people have died, but I don't worship them, although I do believe it has a lot of meaning. I don't worship Jesus because the Bible tells me so. You might, what? Christianity is an event-based religion, not a Bible-based. The Bible, they wrote about these events because of one event and one event only. And that is why we celebrate today, not his birth, not his death, but his resurrection. If Jesus Christ did not rise from the grave, each of these events are random and seemingly uh, with no purpose or meaning. But when he rose from the grave, all of those guys said, amen, hallelujah. Today, a savior is born in each of these events we need to write about because each one has significant meaning in God impacting this earth. And that, my friends, that is why we are here today celebrating a savior in the town of David. He is born for you, which will bring great joy to all mankind. That is good news. So I don't know what you have come in here with today. Maybe you have your questions or maybe you have your doubts or we have our pains and things are going uh, not the way we expected or we got the stress that is going on. Let me tell you, that longing, that fingerprint of God that is in your life, that is like, what is making sense of us? Let me just say, that is good news. It is good news that God loves us. Everything, all of this stuff, is pointing to the need of a Savior. That's what I came here to tell you today. Everything that's going on in your life, I can't explain it. I'm not God. I, I can't tell you why. But the big idea, that longing, is all pointing to the need of a Savior. We all have this instinct thing in us that says, something's wrong, something's not right. I want to make sense of it. Yes, it's made right in the person of Jesus Christ. There is a God who is big and great, but yet so personal that he knows every single thing about you, the good and the bad. You're like, oh, does he know about that? Yes, he knows about that. And guess what? He still loves you. He sent his son, Jesus Christ, to die for you so he could have a relationship with you. He loves you that much. He's pulling for you. He's pursuing you. He believes in you. He wants a relationship with you. This is why Christians make such a big deal about Jesus. Because he is alive. You can go to his tomb and he ain't in there. And we celebrate that. We celebrate that today and we celebrate that every day. And that is good news of great joy for you. For you. Did I get the present? I, in my panic, in my... Wondering, I'm what, what did I do? I, I tried to work for, I, I was trying to be good. Also, you know, I didn't get the present. I sit down about an, an hour or two later. And my mom goes, oh, do you enjoy your, your, your Christmas gifts, your presents? Yeah, I, I, I did. I did. Uh, you know, there was one that I was really hoping for that I didn't get, mom. Oh, what was that? That's a Home Alone video game I really wanted. And the, the expression on her face turned. She goes, 
She goes, wait, wait right there. And she runs to the back and she comes out. She goes, I got one more present. I got one more present. And I'm like, yes. And there it was. I was so excited. Got to play this game. And the, the game's terrible, by the way. I, I could never beat it. I hated it. But anyway, that's besides the point. I didn't get the present until I asked for it. These seemingly random things, we've got a savior that's, that's meant for us. Thank you again for listening to the podcast at Freedom Church in Los Alamos. A few next steps that you can take coming out of this. One is head to our website and let us know just exactly how we can help you take your next step. Also, if we have had a positive impact in your life or in your family and you want to partner with us financially, you can go to our website and click give. That will get the message out so we can impact more people through this ministry. And finally, click the subscribe button. That way you know you get the latest content from the podcast as well as rate it, review it. That will help get the message out to others. Hope you have a a wonderful week. Thanks again for listening.